real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are Inside Froggy 92.9. Welcome Inside Froggy 92.9. Shot out of a cannon. Whew. Trying to freak out everybody in the room. They didn't think it was safe. I was there. ready for like an ease into the episode. No, damn it. Well, who needs espresso when you need just getting shot right out of a cannon? Pow! Blam! <laughs> are you bringing cake? What's with these forks? There are plastic forks and paper plates in here. And I would love to be able to pull a cake from out underneath the table as if I had a plan. But yeah, come on, Oprah. That is from you get a cake. Uh, whoever was having some kind of delicacy in the North Bay Biz conference room before we, we took it over. I can't believe they didn't share the cake. We do do uh, <laughs> Messed up. a podcast in here, not actually in the studio, which is funny, but it has to do with the number of microphones, and it's not worth explaining too much detail. <laughs> now you're going too far inside Froggy 92.9. Yeah. I'm Dano. I'm the program director and afternoon person personality. Hello, it's Amber from Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Okay. Hey, what up? It's Tanner <laughs> from Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What's Ooh. up? Jen is absent today. She's working on some stuff behind the scenes, so we miss her. It's possible that she could break free at any moment. Jen wants to break free! If she does, I know she'll cruise in here in a jetpack, because that's what she drives around (laughs) in. And if she does, it'll be a wonderful, benevolent, pleasant surprise. If not, no sweat. So we always tell one story from our lives, from country music, from behind the scenes of the station. And I already just told my story about the conference room in the studio, so I'm done. I'm good for this week, guys. (laughs) I'm gonna go. No, you're not. I'm gonna go. Can we all just wrap up, actually? Wrap up. Two minutes good for a podcast? Two minute podcast. Pod. This pod is getting better and better every week. Sponsor this, Friedman's. What? Why Friedman's? <laughs> I don't know. I you a, like them? Oh, I love Friedman's. They're I picked, cool. picked a business at random. Trader Joe's. Sponsor this, Valley Furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Valvoline Oil. Where you at? <laughs> McLeese Tire Center. The. Okay, I didn't do it right. Sorry. The. <laughs> it's my favorite thing on the radio. I like them. So we always come up with an interesting way to tell our stories to figure out who's going to tell the order of their stories. Something really cool that's happened is, I don't know if you guys, you guys following the LeVar Burton Jeopardy storyline at all? So there was a fan campaign to get LeVar Burton not only as a guest, but maybe even the permanent host of Jeopardy to replace the legendary Alex Trebek after he tragically passed from cancer. And so that has actually happened. It has occurred. The episode has aired. He's going to do a few of them, I believe, this week. So what I wanted to know from everyone in the room is LeVar Burton has about three or four legendary appearances in various different shows and media. So I want to know to you, when you, when you hear the name LeVar Burton, what do you think of, Amber? Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. A question mark. I honest to God have no idea who he you is. Have no clue who he is. <laughs> I knew you would say that. And, I, and for me, what? What's it? Did he like appear in Star Trek ever? Um, <laughs> you try no, to get away know. with whispering that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I the answer. I, I what felt did like you say? He did he did he appear in Star Trek? Did he appear in Star Trek? <laughs> yes, he, he may there? have been a regular cast member on the most successful worldwide phenomenon. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four films. Star Trek, never heard of her. <laughs> As Jordy LaForge 
originally in security, moved to engineering. Okay. Uh, wow. With the Star visor Wars is better. So remember what you ever seen with the visor? Oh, that's him. He was blind in the show, but then he had the, the visor. Laser? Yeah. You could see other stuff with it. Infrared. I, I didn't know that was Lavar Burton. That was Lavar Burton. Actually, I did. That's why he's so cool. Is because <laughs> he he I wouldn't say he's got a ton of like romantic comedies that you know, but he was in Star Trek, legendary appearance there. Reading Rainbow's massive franchi franchise. And before that, in the 70s, was in the miniseries of Roots, which was like actually what he was really known for. So he's got like a few legendary like appearances and now maybe going to be the host of Jeopardy. I know him as the guy that might host Jeopardy. <laughs> That's my reference to LeVar. LeVar Burton. Burton. Okay. Tanner's like a little too young to have experienced him in his heyday. It's I think. true. It's yeah. true. I wish I knew this off the top of my head. I don't know if he's from Sacramento, but they just dedicated a park to him in Sacramento. Huh. Look, Look that up. I will. So, anyways, I just it just was timely. I thought I'd ask. So, Tanner, you don't know him at all. It's a D. Not uh, never heard of. Amber him. says Reading Rainbow, and I say Star Trek with an S. So let's mm -hmm. go reverse alphabetical order. Amber, why don't you tell your story first? Briefly talked about this on Amber and Tanner in the morning. Once you're done with this podcast and you've listened to all our episodes, you should revisit our show ATM on Demand. Oh, cool. You can listen right here, Subscribe. wherever you are. Subscribe to that. And you could rehear this situation we talked of this morning, but I talked about one of my bigger hot takes is that Thanksgiving is better than Christmas. Ooh. <laughs> That's what I said. So, yeah. The hot take. You can give me your take on why you think I'm wrong about this, but maybe you can even say another holiday that you think is better than Christmas. Because well, look, give me, give me your. Okay, points you want to give me my point? Okay. I missed this episode of the show, so you missed this episode of the show. Yeah, the Amber and Tanner in the morning. Um, so. so I took a poll on my Instagram, and like everybody's saying Christmas is better. There's like a very few people that are saying that Thanksgiving is better. But here's why Thanksgiving is better: no presents. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. There's so much stress around Christmas and you spend so much money. I get there's so much joy behind like giving and being a part of that and even getting presents. But Thanksgiving is Christmas with just the food. And I feel like I'm arguing against myself right now. But you're just focused on the food. Like you bring like one dish, there it is. Thanksgiving's had. You're still with all your family. You're still having fun. You're eating good. But there's no stress behind it. Not as much as there is for Christmas. I will say there is travel stress. That's the one thing. Like fair Christmas as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm, but Thanksgiving is so here's here's the real difference. And it's this is the plus and minus. It's always on the same days of the week. It's always a Thursday. It's knowing you're gonna take off a bunch of days around it. You get days off afterwards. Like, that's a huge benefit. Christmas is on a Tuesday sometimes. And mm -hmm. it's like, uh, and maybe you get, maybe it's observed. Maybe you get the day before. Maybe it's, you get Christmas Eve off. It's unknown. And even when you do, you're like playing hooky and it's not a good thing. Yeah. Like, Thanksgiving, it's known. Thursday, Friday, it's done. And then you get Saturday, Sunday. That's awesome. But to Tanner's point, what that means is on Thursday, everybody is traveling on that day. Flying on that the okay. day before. I mean, so it is all fun into one freaking day. Being at the airport, San Francisco's mm -hmm. airport, SFO, the day before Thanksgiving, yeah. on that Wednesday, 
is an absolute nightmare. I showed up three hours early and still almost late to my flight. Wow. That, that's how crazy Jeez. it gets. What year was this? <clears throat> this was 2019. Well, it must have been. It could have been last year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we all have different experiences. And, I mean, I spent Thanksgiving at grandmother's. Literally could walk to her house. Yeah. That's cool. So there was never any travel involved, but I totally understand, like, my situation now. Like, if I wanted to see my family for Thanksgiving or Christmas, I have to get on an airplane and fly 3,000 miles. But... I've always enjoyed Thanksgiving, and maybe it's the vibe for me, you know? Maybe yeah. it's, like, the fall colors and, like, the feeling of the fall air. Got a sweater, but not, like, a big coat or anything <laughs> right. like that. But here's the thing. I am totally, totally believe that I think Christmas is the most superior holiday, and it's my favorite holiday of the two. But I will say one thing. Oh, gosh. Here we go. <laughs> there is no football on Christmas. That's a fact. That's Basketball. A fact. Who cares? Regular season basketball. Okay. Yeah. Whoopie oh, they do. get to wear cool shoes. Yeah, <laughs> Here's the thing. And you get to have that fantastic football show with a great halftime show. Yes. One of my favorite Thanksgivings is when Eric Church did the halftime show during they, the Cal- Dallas Cowboys game. It's finally a country artist ever when they do that. Yeah. It will never be a country artist in the Super Bowl halftime show. But every Cowboys halftime show, it's been Thomas Rhett, Luke Bryan, Eric Church, mm-hmm. It's actually our artists, our people. Yeah, which I I love it. I see both perspectives here. I see both sides. Now I'm going on Amber's side. Now she brought up some really the 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 stress of presents really isn't fun when you're an adult trying to figure that out. See, Christmas is a child's holiday. Amber's thinking that she's all alone in this room, and in fact, I'm totally on board with this. Oh come on! Christmas is a child's holiday. And it's wonderful for them. And I have children and I love their faces and all that stuff. I hate wrapping paper. I hate wrapping presents. (laughs) Really? That's actually my favorite part. I hate a week leading up to it of maybe, maybe not family in or out. And then how long do they stay? And then the meal's basically the same. You're taking all that activity and focusing it for Thanksgiving on usually one to two days. There's a shopping trip involved afterwards. Like we're going to the mall. Like this is this is this is where it's at. You got football. Like there's there's I'm all on Thanksgiving over Christmas once you're past about 18, 17 years old. Yeah. Alcohol is involved. I mean, this True. is this is not a bad this is not a bad set. You're at you're at one place too, so you're not having to drive usually. Oh, also, alcohol is definitely present for Christmas too. A got, got that. Or something uh, feels weird about the drinking on Christmas just because of the it's, Jesus it's thing. Lord, the Lord's it's Day. It's a little weird if you're oh, raised like that. Oh, please trust me, man. Not you if you're Catholic. Get, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get some eggnog and whiskey, man, and that will change oh, your God. mind. Tanner and his eggnog and 7-Up on Christmas. Oh. I knocked it, but then I tried it, and it's pretty and, good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's I was, so good. I was really surprised. You... But let's also think about all the amazing deals, Black Friday deals yeah. that come with That's Thanksgiving. True. That's true. See, you guys got to be with me on this. But then you're just <laughs> wasting money on stuff that you don't really want. But I you're buying like Christmas presents. I'm about to drop a bomb in this whole conversation when I say Halloween trumps them all. Halloween candy, tree. nighttime, 
Parties, costumes, like it's it's everything about how about Thanksgiving, all the fun of Thanksgiving, but you don't have to make nice food. It's just it's just getting together with family and friends and it's pizza. It's even easier. Okay, I got one that dominates all your Halloween's the number one pizza holiday of the year. More pizzas served on Halloween than any other day except Super Bowl. Guys ready for the best one? Fourth of July. Fourth of July, you got hot weather, you got good food, you got things that go boom. (laughs) You got that was the worst firework impression I've ever heard. (laughs) You're trying to tell me that Fourth of July isn't better than Halloween? Y'all remember when we were at Windsor Kaboom? You're you're alone on that hill, dog. Remember when Fourth of July is my favorite holiday? We were all alone at Windsor Kaboom watching the fireworks go off, and remember when that big one went. Boom! <laughs> just like that. Right in my face. You deserve it for that <laughs> firework impression. That went and landed right above my chin. Boom! <laughs> it went boom! <laughs> That's not a fireworks. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got hot dogs, yeah, you got right. beer. Now you this got... conversation's gotten <laughs> off the rails. Well, no, no, no. Let's hear them out. I'm just saying, Let's Fourth of July out. is the most superior holiday. It's no. nice out. You're wearing a t shirt. <laughs> Not shorts because I don't like wearing shorts. You're all worried about terrorist attacks because that's a prime holiday for a terrorist attack. Whoa. So if you I'm lie. sorry, when I think Fourth of July, that isn't the first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> well, you weren't raised in 2001, were you? I was. Uh, yeah, two years old. <laughs> I think he had just been born. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come I think on. he was five. Right. Six. Five. Yeah. yeah I don't but, know. Don't Either way, I totally see where you're coming from on that, Tanner, and you know, America. Red, white, and blue. I love the A. I'm all over Halloween over you at 4th of July. Boo. I do like Halloween as well. That's what I'm saying. I think it's the vibe of fall. That's like, what, yeah. There's like something. Christmas is okay, but the magic goes away after, like you said, a certain age. And Christmas is the big letdown, too, because it leads to that oh. dead-ass week between Christmas and New Year's. Oh. And you have, by the way, who are these people who are like, the office is closed for X amount of dates? Like, that happens all the time in the record industry. They're like, oh, we're the office is closed right now. It's like, oh, okay. Wouldn't it be nice if I could just close the office? Name me, name me any other business that can close the office for, and like, tons of companies do that. Yeah. Well, office is closed from December 15th to January 7th. Oh, Okay. I kind of wish all offices were closed. God, dude. That'd be be rad. Let down. Christmas is the gateway to let down season. January (laughs) is the worst month in existence. What? No. January is the start of new beginnings. It's time to... Nightmare month. Reflect on the year prior and look forward to the next year. Not even real rain. Overcrack cast all the time. You said overcrapped all the time? Overcrapped. I think. Oh. I go all day on these months over here. February's good because it's my birthday. Hey-o. And and Valentine's Day. But we won't get into that one because Valentine's Day is a pointless holiday. Anyway, thank you guys for participating in my Thanksgiving versus Christmas chat. I'll be up next because I I think of Star Trek when I think of LeVar Burton. Because you know who LeVar Burton is. (laughs) Was he in anything that started with an A? <laughs> uh, I want to go for her. Look, go look at his IMDb. I want to talk about something that's a little more serious, but I think is important because something big happened in country music this week, which is that Morgan Wallen had a sit-down interview with Michael Strahan, his first in-depth interview since what happened last February happened. Did everybody get a chance to watch it? Yeah, I did. I want to say up front 
that I was pretty blown away by what happened in February. I, I'm not entirely surprised because I've seen when, especially when people drink, guys like that do stuff like that. And I kind of know guys like that like to do things that are a little like they know it's wrong, but it's like funny because it's wrong, right? I th- They're known I think, as edge lords. They is like that to what ride they call the edge? Edge yeah. lords. Okay. Yeah. I think that's where it's it was new coming to from. Me. I think that's where he was coming from, and it doesn't make it any okay. Okayer. So, for those who may not know what happened, a quick recap. Oh, yeah. In February, Morgan Wallen was caught on a ring doorbell camera by just a random person in Nashville who saw him getting out of a car, telling a, a woman to help his friend get some uh, get right for the week, get right for the night, get sober, because uh, he was really drunk, and he used the N-word two times to describe the guy. Obviously became huge news because he's the biggest artist in not the biggest artist, but at the time he's kind of the hottest artist, I guess you'd say. I mean, just really on the rise. Biggest did new album. So he got suspended by his label, whatever that means. He got pulled from radio. He got his tours canceled. The ACMs wouldn't nominate him for anything. I mean, he basically got completely removed from existence in country music. So so that's the preamble, and here comes the big sit-down interview with Michael Strahan. One... Where's the heads up on this? There should have been a week leading up to this moment. Instead, it's just like, oh, by the way, on a Tuesday, here's an interview with Morgan Wallen. Like, the store, like, the, that he was even going to have the interview should have been a big deal. I didn't know until the night before that it was happening, and I think it got leaked. Good Morning America is a big stage, so that's good. But, I mean, it was maybe five minutes? It was short, yeah. It was short. This, I mean, this almost felt like ABC News sit-down special. So I don't know that the format was advantageous really to anybody because it was so compacted. I thought Michael Strahan did a really nice job, and it's kind of cool to see him learn broadcasting chops compared to how he started. I mean, he's doing a really good job on that show. I don't know about either of you. I'm curious for your reactions. I was completely underwhelmed by what Morgan had to say. He basically just kind of shrugged his shoulders and just said, like, man, it was playful and I didn't mean to hurt anybody. And uh, I guess country music has a race problem. And yeah, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm really sorry. I found nothing insightful other than he did confirm he went to rehab, which is good. And he did that in San Diego. And but he didn't give any more information on that. And some of this is personal for him, but I mean, what, what, what did you think? What did you, what, Amber, what did you think? Where, Tanner, we, who wants to jump in first? I feel very similar to you, Dana. I think that it, it was underwhelming, but I think that also you could tell he was trying to be really, really careful. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had been coached a little bit on what to say. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was nerves. He didn't admit fault as much as I think people would have wanted from him. I don't think he was just like... I know it was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. And he was more like, like you said, it was playful. I didn't understand that this word hurt people. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. And I mean, he did give a shout out to BMAC and things like that. So, I mean, he definitely went through some schooling, for lack of a better term. Yeah. But I think more could have been said, more could have been done, for sure, for Morgan. And, you know, I sent you guys a video. I went and I saw a band this weekend covered whiskey glasses. Like, it was no big issue. I had no idea bands were doing that. I was like, I asked you guys, I was like, is this allowed? But the reception from people, I mean, everybody sang it. But whether or not they know it's a Morgan Wallen song and, like, what goes behind it, who knows. But people love that song. 
Yeah. So how are people gonna? It's a great song. Except, I mean, there's not not a know, great song, right? Except Morgan Wallen back into the world after all this, and especially after this interview, you know. I think Morgan has been making some steps to be a better person, and after a situation like that, you have no other choice than to try to be a better person from that experience. But after watching that interview, I think he has a lot more to learn. I don't think he fully understands and conceptualizes quite the impact that his words made on not only just people in the world of country music, but people in general. People who don't even listen to country music were affected by this. And I just don't think he truly understands the gravity of the situation yet. Because he goes, yeah, just... You know, me and my buds just messing around, but, like, I feel like he hasn't got to the core of the issue. And I still think he has a long road ahead of him to educate himself and to fully understand the situation from not only his perspective and what that has to do with his life, but from other people's perspective and just how upsetting something like that can be. I would like to see a full cut of that because when I was watching the interview, it was very choppy exactly i mean michael strahan would be halfway through a question and it would jump to morgan and morgan would be three-fourths of the way through a response and it jump back to michael i'm hoping that good morning america <clears throat> does put out a full version of it because i agree with you dano i think it's something that needs to be longer than five minutes and 45 seconds or however longer it is because it's a giant story that not only impacts country music but i think our society as a whole i mean how many times is abc news gonna do a freaking two-hour special on the life of Princess Diana 20 years later. But this to them is like, oh, this will be a side story. We'll put five minutes on Good Morning America. ABC News does, like, 2020 is, like, the worst crime show ever. <laughs> and, like, but they do hour-long episodes, you know, every week on stories. And it's like, well, but this story, mm, now we're going to do five minutes on Good Morning America. Like, they don't understand how big country music is. Like, it's just, it's just like a little, like, as if, like... Somebody in EDM did it or some, like, niche, like, genre. EDM's huge, too, by the way. Yeah. But it's like, it, the is if it's not Ariana Grande, then they have no clue who this person really is right. other than someone told me told them it's a big deal. This guy had the biggest album in music this year. Yeah. You know, like, so there's just, to your point, they did him no favors with the spot that they gave him. But then yeah. he also, what they took out of it just was, I wasn't blown away with. It was I- not... It, yeah. felt wasn't in, it wasn't insightful at all. Well, I think at this point, people don't want to hear excuses. And that's what he was yeah. doing. He was like, well, like Tanner said, he was like, oh, this is the a word me and my friend joke around with. And we were just being playful. And we didn't mean to hurt anyone by it. That's not what people want to hear. People want accountability because of what's rooted in that word. It's, it's racism and, you know, years and years of prejudice behind that and I mean it just needs to be taught I mean and he said I don't think there's racism in country music I mean such a blanket statement there's racism everywhere and not to acknowledge that and not to be like I'm getting better is just really sad and they should have spent more time on it and I think maybe Michael Strahan probably wanted to I could tell it was a really powerful interview on his part and something he wanted to address he definitely showed up but I think it maybe came down to the editing room. Yeah. Because it seemed like Michael Strahan was doing a phenomenal job. 
I think honestly, it just got cut for time. It was one of those things where Good Morning America needed to fill only a certain amount of time with it. And yeah, unfortunately, we know broadcasting, we know how that goes. And I'm, unfortunately, we're the same as Do we? We're the same as Good Morning America. <laughs> unfortunately, an incredibly, I think, important conversation that needs to be had on a show like Good Morning America, where people are exposed to the deeper issues in our country and the deeper issues within our society, got cut short. Right. I mean, what did they go to after that? I wish That's I knew. my yeah. question. I mean, who knows the weather? <laughs> exactly. So, like, why not build more time around that to talk about the issues that truly matter? And so, and I think Good Morning America, Michael Strahan, Morgan Wallen, all had a phenomenal opportunity to talk about something that's incredibly important, and I think they missed the mark. Right. And I also would have loved to see seen other perspectives other than Morgan Wallen. Why weren't other people right. interviewed? Why weren't people of color interview to give their perspective on the situation i just think uh, you can't if you just watch that video not understanding the full backstory it just seems like another news story Mm -hmm. but it's more than that yeah to to people who care about country music this is a big deal and i i do want to give him credit because he said in the interview they looked at he saw a spike in album sales after the incident happened and they tried to calculate about what that was from from a profit standpoint, and they donated five hundred thousand dollars to BMAC, which is wonderful. It's a great start. It's a good gesture. But I think maybe even more powerful than five hundred thousand dollars, Amber, is to what you're saying. He needed to say, you know what? There's a lot of white people I know I've grown up with who like to say that casually, and maybe they don't even really mean anything by it. It's just sort of quote funny. It's not right. It's not our it's not our right to debate whether we should or shouldn't be able to say it. Let's just let's not do it. I was wrong and I'm not going to do it ever again and I don't think other white people should. I mean, boom. Put that on a quote graphic. Like you can that's yeah. that's a statement. It's it's you know bouncing off what Amber said is it's accountability. And when we slip up and make mistakes, we need to be held accountable right. for those actions. And when we are held accountable for those actions, we need to respond in a way that is genuine and that you're actually putting in the work. Otherwise, what progress are you making and you're just wasting everybody's time? They got to, like you said, they got to a number somewhere around $500,000. He said, quote, we decided to donate that money to some organizations, BMAC being the first one, which is Black Music Action Coalition. That's it. Thank you. There is much more to be done. So who knows what's going to happen after this, but country music Uh industry taking a swift action against him. And I'm honestly really proud of the community for holding him accountable for it. It's not the first time he's done it. Yeah, I had heard that. I haven't. I didn't see the evidence, but I had heard this is actually not the first time for him. Yeah, yeah. I From think a few it's... people. I'm rooting for him. I mean, who doesn't want to see, like, the story turn around? I think everybody in America likes to see the story turn around. We want to see it go to a good place. But... If this is the first step, I just was, it was a little kind of a, like you said, I think they missed the mark. Tanner, you're up next. Next story. And with that lead in, are you ready? I hope you got something funny and cheery. I do have something funny and cheery. So for the first time in my adult life, I am going to a wedding. I've been to lots of weddings when I was a kid, and I just have no idea what to do as an adult at a wedding. Nothing. Nothing? You just exist. Cool. Sorry. 
I'm just kidding. I'm pretty I'm good at just existing. <laughs> Whose wedding are you going to? I'm going to my girlfriend's cousin's wedding. Oh, I thought you were going to Travis's wedding. Travis? No, I didn't get the invite. We're not invited. Come on, sales Chad. I got invited and I turned him down. Did you really? Yeah. What? Why? My Did you have a run? My you're mom's busy. in town. I didn't realize it. My mom's in town. Do you have town. to run the triple dipper? <laughs> Double dipsy. <laughs> Keep going. Your friend who? Okay, so my girlfriend's cousin is getting married, and and I got invited to the wedding to go with. And one, I've never been to a wedding as an adult, and of course, I've never had a date at a wedding before. Wow. So, what do I need to know? Mm-hmm. What do I wear? Mm-hmm. And what do I do so I don't make a fool out of myself? Okay, first off, tell me a relation, like how close is the relationship to the person who invited you? I have never met this person person the, the people getting married yeah i've never met them then how did you get invited his girlfriend's cousin is the one oh girlfriend's married. cousin i'm oh, the date you're the outsider i'm the outsider <laughs> yeah totally different scenario okay <laughs> you are about to experience <laughs> one of the best times of your life oh geez i'm nervous you can be anybody you want can I, can I wear a fedora? You can wear a fedora. <laughs> you can be into Star Trek. <laughs> You're both looking at me like, I'm going to approve this. <laughs> I got to look at Amber for approval for things like this. Read up on LeVar Burton and then just be a straight up LeVar Burton <laughs> genius. Pretty much be an astrophysicist. I mean, whatever like, you yeah, want. To Very everyone casual. who talks to you, talk to. Yeah, but what about LeVar Burton? Be like, oh, yeah, this is a beautiful wedding, huh? Almost as beautiful as LeVar Burton stepping in on Jeopardy this week, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, as much Why? as I want to impress on my girlfriend's family that I'm really into LeVar Burton, probably not the move. Oh, is it your girlfriend's family? Yeah. Yeah, remember we said her cousin's getting yeah, married? Yeah, but I mean, it, like, her, whole, her cousin's <laughs> getting married and the rest of people are just people that don't know. No, but I mean, like, her parents are going to be there and stuff. Yeah. Not always. I mean, sometimes it's like... It's know. literally in my girlfriend's parents' backyard. Okay, that changes everything. <laughs> so now it shows back to something very serious. This is a serious endeavor for you. Yeah, not LeVar Burton territory. All right, sorry. Do I eat two slices of cake? You can, yeah, sure. <laughs> How tight is your suit? But... <laughs> I don't own a suit. Okay, well, first of all, we need to get um, some slacks and a button-down. Do you own any nice clothes? Ish! Didn't you buy something for the Palm Springs situation? I did, but now it's way too big. Do you need to go to Ross with me? I might need to go to Ross. <laughs> Aw, shopping trip! <laughs> I just, what do you Boys wear? What do you wear to a wedding? Okay, it's your. So you're, you said it's your Slacks, girlfriend's parents' chinos. backyard. Yes. And are you in the wedding party? I don't even know what that means. No, he's not oh, a groomsman God. or anything like that. Oh, okay. definitely not know. a groomsman. He doesn't know the people that are getting married. Okay. Like so, at all. I know of them, and they know of me. But is your girl in the wedding party? Is what I mean. Is she a bridesmaid? I have no idea. I don't think so. Okay, so at a wedding. At okay, a wedding. so Tanner doesn't know anything. <laughs> okay. At a wedding, we you basically got, like, imagine the audience at a concert, and then you've got the band okay. and the singers. And the wedding party, party is analogy. the band. They're the stars of the show. <laughs> okay. So the guy and the girl are, like, the lead singers, and then they have their groomsmen and their bridesmaids, 
who are usually in matching outfits. Why do you look confused? I've been to a wedding this? before. I know I know how weddings You generally. literally just said I have no I've idea ha- what you're talking on. about. Hold on. I've been to a wedding, but I was a child. Yeah. So you don't know. I know what groomsmen and bridesmaids okay, are. But then you said, they're but you usually said, wearing much party? nicer matching apparel. Yes. So if your girl is a bridesmaid, you need to be in a suit. I don't want to be in a suit. If she's not and you're just a guest, then you don't have to be in a suit. <sighs> is she That's confusing. I don't know. I'll text her right you now. You need to know. We need to know this information. We I need, need a- to know. Cole loves weddings because he gets to dress up. He loves weddings so much that... His profile picture on Instagram is from a wedding nine years ago. Wow. What's with your hair? <laughs> okay, I just texted her. We'll see when I get a response. Okay. But, so I will show you what Cole's... So, this is what Cole and I wear to weddings. Cole's wearing a jacket. That's good. A button-down and some slacks, I believe. Do I have to wear a suit jacket? I mean, it depends on how fancy you want to be, but that's the proper attire. So ripped jeans are not the way to go. Oh, Sometimes... No. I, <laughs> Do you have nice shoes? Yeah, I have a a nice pair of dress shoes. He even wore he even wore tie to this one. You don't have to wear a matching suit. See, look at the suit. Look what he wore to this one. Oh wow, man! You guys go to a lot of weddings. Yeah, I'm I'm just surprised it's taken me this long. Oh my god! He loves weddings. We have a lot of people that got married and not us. That wasn't at a wedding, but button down slacks, belt, matching shoes. The shoes need to match the belt. Don't. Not do that. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm definitely going to have to take a trip to Ross Dress for Less before I <laughs> head out to this wedding. What date is the wedding? September 18th. What location? Seattle? Yeah. Raining? Outdoor? Indoor? Uh, well, I don't know. September's kind of hot. Could cold. be either or. Hot, cold. I mean, is this, like, is this a summer vibe? This or will probably, this... it'll probably be like 66. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you'll want to do what he was wearing there. Okay. Good to know. At least a button down and a tie and slacks, or you could probably swap the tie for a coat. Yeah. Will someone here please tie my tie before I fly? Yes. Okay. Cool. I don't know how to do that. Me either. Could I do a clip on? No. No, Tanner, you're what too old. What is wrong with a no. clip on? You're too old. But will people really be able to tell? Did you do a clip on at the last child, last wedding you went to as a child? Yeah. Yeah. It was a clip on bow tie. See, it's different. Everything you know. <laughs> well, you can see, you can do a bow tie. Cole's done bow ties before. Yeah. Every, bow tie's harder. Everything you know about weddings, remember that your experience level is from when you were a child. <laughs> you are an older child now. That's what he thinks about everything. <laughs> yeah, that is my perspective on life. He's like, what did I do the last time I was here when I was a kid? <laughs> and that's what he goes for. <laughs> So what else, what else do you want to know? What you, you're, you want to know what to drink? You want to know what to... What? I just don't know how to carry myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I don't even remember like what a wedding is like. You just hang? Is it mostly just adults hanging out and you're like, hey, happy for the happy couple? You, yeah. You, oh. This is a long onslaught of a lot of sitting and socializing. And if you are not going with a big group of people who are like your boys and girl then you do need to huddle up with someone that a you can talk to yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. Probably your girl, but more than likely, she's going to get roped into other conversations with other family. Oh, gosh. So you're going to need <laughs> to find an uncle, an uncle, a work friend, someone who you can have some kind of conversation one with. Of her, one of Cammy's friends. That's true. I do know, know her immediate family. 
Like, okay, I know her good. parents, I know her, her sisters. That's good. I know them. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just everybody else. Yeah, and I would always have a drink in your hand, not actually, like, finishing the drink in your hand. It just gives you, like, something to do. Yeah. Because otherwise you literally will just be standing in some stair scenarios. And like <sighs> that is literally... Waiting for it to be over. I... There's nothing in this world that I hate being in a, like room full of people or like a place full of people I don't know and I'm just like by myself and you're like I don't know what to do with myself what do I do what do I do look busy and that's why I usually just go to the bathroom 15 times in social interactions (laughs) sometimes I would just like join in random conversations at weddings and people would literally be like who are you and I just would say crazy things you guys know where the bathroom is? That's always a good one. Yeah. And you come back, thanks for showing me the bathroom. I'm Amber, by the way. I'm like, oh my God, you're Amber from Amber and Tanner in the morning. I'm like, yeah, this is before we existed. Tanner. Yeah, in six years. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I'll huge. Just, maybe I'll just convince people that I am LeVar Burton from Star Trek. <laughs> Watch yourself on the dance floor. Oh, I won't be going on the dance floor. Oh, you dance. should. No, 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 Yeah, no, no. no you definitely I, should. I do not dance. What do you mean to watch yourself? Well, especially, again. Like, don't fall? Alcohol's the question, the X factor here. Yeah. If I'm not planning on getting drunk. A lot of weddings, they will have, not open bar, but, like, beer and wine might be covered. And if it's not covered, there's a lot of it. Especially if it's going to be at a house. Actually, it's at a house. Yeah. So it's all probably going to be open. Watch it. Because yeah. you can get way overboard, and when you get way overboard, then the dance floor opens up, the inhibitions <laughs> are gone, and nobody's seen the sprinkler yeah. in a long time. And you know what? I don't want another holiday par- ASMG holiday party situation to happen again where I decided to do karaoke to Lizzo's Truth Hurts, and I really split the room on that one. <laughs> no, that wasn't bad. It yeah, wasn't you bad. there, but it was fine. Yeah. I'll be there next time. I thought I really split the room there. Half people were really into it, and other half of people were like, what is happening? That's because they're older. They don't know yeah. that song. They don't know the Minnesota Vikings. They are. just wanted yeah. to hear Frank Sinatra the whole time, probably. <laughs> I guess I'm not planning on getting drunk at all. I need to be on my best... A game behavior here. Forward, forward to a month from now, and Tanner's like in the grass, face down, <laughs> <laughs> with the words over his head. I planned on not getting drunk. <laughs> I just don't want to be like at like the ASMG holiday party where I saw Amber from across the room. I went, Amber, look, I have two drinks. <laughs> don't want that situation. It was so, it was so weird. <laughs> I just like I was just sitting there like talking to someone at work and I just had this weird feeling and I just like turned and there I see Tanner at the bar looking dead at me. He's like, Ever, I've got two drinks. Two. I was like, Great job, bud. So amazing. They were closing the bar. <laughs> I, I was trying to get all the free booze that I could. I Why? Yeah. And so yeah, I just want to be on my best behavior. And it's still a new relationship, so it's kind of a tightrope to walk on. Mm-hmm. Try to have fun. Just try not to go overboard, just because obviously you don't want to make a bad impression. Mm-hmm. But also, if you play it too close to the vest, you are going to have a hell of boring time. Yeah. Because weddings truly, and this is why, seriously, if you're having a wedding, do not over-invite. Think about, like, when you invite those two people you barely know, who barely know you or anybody else, they're going to have a bad time. Like, like us at Travis's wedding? 
oh, wait, we didn't get invited. <laughs> because, I mean, really, truly, it's like, you know, two solo people who don't know anybody else, it's just sort of, it's just sort of odd, you know? Yeah. You want, it's yeah. much more fun when you're really close to everybody and it's like a room full of everybody and it's just like, oh, my God. My cousin, when she got married, she put Cole and I at her table of friends from high school and not with my family. Uh, and she was just like, I figured you guys wanted to sit at the cool kids table. And I was like, I want to sit with my grandma. Yeah. Like, I know my grandma. And you have to make people. the awkward small talk. Yeah. and Yeah, because they already, I was like, so how do you guys know Jordan? They were like, we literally all went to high school with her. And I was like, well, I'm her cousin. And they were like, we've never heard of you. And I was like, because I'm a second cousin once removed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got to keep us posted on how it goes. I will. I right. got first. I got to get the clothes. Light beer. Light. Light. Beer. You know what? I'll say have one glass of champagne to calm your nerves. Okay. During cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or minute or whatever it's called. Okay, I think I got it. You guys are writing piece of cake. Also, don't. <laughs> what? You're like, God, what the hell don't, is up with that Tanner guy eating all that cake? Don't do what you did in the break room last week, where you took your hand and grabbed as many pieces as you could. <laughs> Can't do that with the wedding cake. Did you really do that? Okay, it wasn't cake cake. It was like <laughs> it wasn't cake cake. cake. It's not like slices of cake that's in a circle and I just like mashed my hands into it. It was banana bread of some sort. It was of that vibe. It was slices. He grabbed it with his hand. It's the point. I did grab it with my hand. I'm not gonna lie there. But here's what I got. Okay, here's what I got. I'm a big Jack and Coke person. Yes. I'll do a Jack and Coke. Yeah. A little bit of a heavy pour. To get myself started. Mm-hmm. And then light beers every hour on the hour yeah. after that. Am I a sociopath for planning out my drinking schedule no, at a no, wedding a month important. from now? This is okay. totally normal. Just so like I'm loose. You're not going to stick to that at all. You don't think so? No. Why are you discouraging him? Sorry. If you start with a heavy pour Jack I and Coke. I believe you, Tanner. You start with a heavy pour Jack and Coke. I, I can control myself <laughs> Are you going to nurse that over well. an hour? Yeah. No. I can. <laughs> No. Ever see me drink? I like sip. No. I, I like need a little bib when I drink. Yeah, he nurses it like a baby. Just imagine, okay, just imagine, just like there's a little volume knob on this microphone mm-hmm. that we're recording into. This is you all night. You're just managing it, mm-hmm. right? You, all you're doing all night is just managing your fun level, your interest level. Your, the whole time you're just vibing with it. You keep it in mind so that it doesn't get like out of hand. Yeah. Because that's where you can make a real ass out of yourself. Yeah, that's the last thing I would do is make an ass out. When I drink, I don't make an ass out of myself, typically. But I would like to avoid that as much as humanly possible. Okay, and we're going to Ross, which I need to go to anyways. Cool. <laughs> like today? I'll be done. Well, I, got- I gotta wait to see a little bit closer to the wedding, because I'm not sure if I'm gonna hey, gain hey. more weight, if I'm gonna <laughs> lose more weight, or what the hell's gonna happen. All right. Deal. We're dressing Tanner. That sounds like a bit for the show. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Dressing, turn. Dressing. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Oh, wait. Let me see if... Nope, she didn't text back. Dang it. She doesn't like you. She doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> Damn it. Satanic for the dress. Satanic Say. for the what? <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Satanic for the dress. Did I say yes for the dress? Mm. Satanic for the dress. That's what it is. <laughs> Thanks so much for checking out the Inside Froggy 92.9 podcast. We'll see you next week. We have more episodes right in this very place we were listening. The Froggy app, the Apple Podcast app, or Froggy929.com. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already. And stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. 
Follow at Froggy929. Inside Froggy92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.